Hey gang, welcome to another episode of Sprinkles with a Z at the end. I'm Timmy V and I'm your host for this podcast and I'm going to help you find your next favorite TV show, movie, or, well, podcast. Today is a special episode, as are all, but today is extra special to me, close to my heart because it's my favorite time of year, summertime, and unfortunately summertime is ending, at least on this side of the hemisphere. We have so only so many weeks left. And summertime is a time for me to eat extra treats, especially ice cream-related treats, and to enjoy a lighter fare when it comes to TV shows and movies and podcasts. So I'm going to get you ready or get you uh, a couple of shows that you can watch as the summer winds down or wherever you are in the world. Maybe your summer's winding up um, so you can start enjoying these shows. But these are kind of like... Well, to be honest, guilty pleasures. Shows that I rarely mention to other people because they are so light. Like, normally I'm talking about watching, um, like, The Handmaid's Tale or um, one of the various (laughs) dark and heavy shows, like The OA or, you know, the, the shows that I typically watch in the cooler months to kind of get me through, I guess. I'm not sure why I do that. But anyway, in the summer, it's lighter and funner and just summery. And so this is the Guilty Pleasures episode of Sprinkles. And so today I'm going to be talking about a couple different shows. First and foremost, we have Netflix original series, Ultimate Beastmaster. Okay. And then we're talking about one of my favorite dance shows of all times. So you think you can dance, dance, dance. So, so you didn't even know this was going to be like a musical edition of Sprinkles. Surprise! Okay, and then we're going to be talking about Project Runway All-Stars. So not the traditional Project Runway, which we all love, but I'm hyping Project Runway All-Stars, which I feel is kind of like the redheaded stepchild of the Project Runway series, but I love it. I think you will too. And then, of course, at the very end, I'm going to have a summary-related tasty treat sensation. Okay, right off the bat, we got one of my favorites, Ultimate Beastmaster, which is a Netflix original series, which has... It basically, it's a big competition, and it's at nighttime, and it's in this kind of outdoor arena, but it's they created this structure that kind of looks like a monster. Like you go, th- and they talk about like, you're, like you're going through the mouth of the beast. And it, so it kind of has this structure that looks like jaws and you're like climbing up into it. And then you have to swing through the bowels of the beast. And like you're, cl- you're like climbing up tubes and you're trying not to drown. And then you're like jumping up on these really high platforms that are swinging and you know, that, that kind of thing. And so they, it's basically set up where you have these different teams, and there's like six teams, and they're split up um, in countries. So, and they have like so a U.S. team, they have a Brazil team, they have a German team, um, South Korean team, Mexican team, um, and Japanese team. I think I said everybody. Um, and so each, and so there's a group that each each of those countries have a group of competitors, and each episode they have like two competitors from each of those groups compete. 
And the weird slash funny slash fun thing they do is they have two commentators from each of those countries. So they have, like, two U.S. judges, two um, German judges, two Brazil judges, two Mexican judges, blah, blah, blah. And they're all, like, right next to each other. And so they can see each other, and inevitably they're, like, ribbing on each other and joking on each other, and it's very light, comical there. But, like, if one of the teams, like, loses out for the night and they're not in the competition anymore, they'll go console the judges of the other country. Like, oh, I'm so sorry, your team member's out, oh. Um, And so one of the executive producers is none other than Sylvester Stallone. Yes, that's right, Sylvester Stallone. So I was really expecting him all over this show, like, every episode, hey, oh. But no, but he is in the first episode. So you have this really small clip. At the beginning, where he's like, hey, this is Sylvester Stallone. This is the beast. The best competitors in the world come and compete. Compete? They compete. You know, they compete. You know, yada, yada, yada. And so that was really... Because it's so, like... It's kind of like... It reminds me of, like, American Gladiators with, like... Without the, the people, like, attacking you. So, I mean, you're doing it on your own. And there's a time limit. And, you know, you get so far. But it's super fun. Like, there's, like... Um, you know, there's, they have to hold on to things or they fall in the water and yada, yada, yada. But at the end, so like the best two out of, out of the whole team that makes it the farthest, the fastest, compete against each other. And there's this humongous wall. I mean, it's huge. And they're strapped into this little harness thing and they have to climb up this wall. It's like a walk, uh, like a rock climbing wall. And as you get further and further, it gets harder and harder. And at one point, there's, there's really not even footholds. There's just like the crevices between like, the fronts of this, uh, like, marble-looking stone. I don't even know how they they can hold on. I mean, it's, it's incredible. Um, it's just super fun. It's super fun. And so, I mean, so, you know, in each, each time they, you know, progress further and further until, you know, so the winners basically compete against the winners, and at the end there's, like, this big, you know, the Beast Championship. Um, I, it, I, I don't really know why I love this show so much, but I, I really do. And it has, I mean, of course, there's the competitive spirit of it, and there's, like, the graphics. I mean, it kind of reminds you of, like, a game show, like, uh, like a, um, a game show. It is a game show. But, uh, like, a um, video game. Kind of like Mortal Kombat. Like, the graphics are, like, Brazil. And, you know, there's this, you know, very distinct logo, The Beast, and what have you. So, it's a super fun show. It's on Netflix. And the great thing is, is they, they market it around the world. So, in Brazil, like, it's the Brazil version, and the, the, the main judges are the Brazil judges. And so then they have one, you know, in South Korea and Germany and Japan. And, you know, so each each one is marketed to that country with those judges as the um, narrators. And the, the fun part is that Terry Crews is one of the American judges, and he is a riot. He is so funny. He, um, he was in um, Everybody Hates Chris, um, the Chris Rock sitcom, which is hilarious and totally underrated. Um, and he was also, he's also currently in Brooklyn Nine, Nine. He is hilarious. Um, so great show, put it on your queue, light, enjoy. Okay, so my next show is actually one of my all-time favorite, like, competition reality shows, and I didn't even realize it was still on the air. Like, I started watching the show, um, back in 2005, um, when it first came out on Fox, and I loved it right away, and then for somehow, like, I just didn't know it still existed. I don't know if it moved nights or what happened, but it totally fell off my radar, and then, um, I was watching Hulu, like, looking for something to watch, and then it, it was on there, and I was like, oh my gosh, I didn't even know it was still on! 
So, um, it's called, so, so it's called So You Think You Can Dance. And it is, um, it's a delightful dance competition. And it's, so that there's three judges and it's, uh, Nigel Lithgow, Mary Murphy, and then, uh, Vanessa Hudgens. And the basic premise is that you, it starts out in a couple different major cities across the country in America, and they have these auditions, these auditions. And so the people come on and they perform. And it's, this part's kind of like American Idol. Like, you know, these people are pre-screened. So people come on there and they are amazing or they are horrible. Like, it's very little in between. So, of course, the horrible people are on there just so you can laugh and everybody laughs. Ah! And then the amazing people, you're just floored. And then um, it's an age range. Like, you, you have to be below a certain age to be on the show. So they're all relatively younger. I think you have to be above 18, but then below, um, I don't know if it's 22. It's, it's below something. So you, they, they're relatively young. I think it's 30. I think you have to be, like, so it must be 18 to 30, some, somewhere around in there. And um, so they are just, um, there's just amazing performances. So it's really interesting just to see, you know, like in New York and Los Angeles, all these different people, you know, um, compete with all these different styles. So that's the really neat thing, too, is they, they'll have like tap dancers and they'll have freestyle dance and then they'll have hip hop and then they'll have ballroom and then they'll have, I mean, every imaginable type of dance, even some dancing that I had never heard of or seen before. Um, and the, the judges are super fun. Like, Nigel is this um, British judge, and he is well-known in the dance circles. I mean, not only that, but he's, like, the creator and the executive producer of the show. Um, and then you have Mary Murphy. And let me just say about Mary Murphy, she is my favorite part of the show. She is so much fun. She's kind of manic. Um, she screams at the drop of a hat. And she's just full of joy. Um... Or when you, like, see her, like, crying because something's so touching. Like, she just, she just sends the emotions right through those TV screens and right into your little hearts because she's just so much of a delight. She is, when she screams, it's the best thing ever. And so, and, like, she and Nigel have this kind of thing where they just kind of joke with each other and he's always plugging his ears because she can scream like nobody else. But anyway, so she screams and she, like, when... The when they initially when they have the auditions and they decide whether someone's going to go on to um, the next phase, if they if they win, like she oftentimes will say that they're they're getting a ticket to the hot tamale train and they're going on to like the next phase of the show and just, like I don't even know why I think that is so funny, but I think it's one of the funniest things I've ever heard in my whole life. And if you see her and on this show you will fall in love although you might not because one of my friends I was talking to about this show I was like you know we were talking about what shows we were watching I was like oh well I love this show and you see and they were like oh my gosh I love that show but they were like I can't stand that Mary and I was like oh my gosh she's my favorite part and she's very um I guess I could see how people could take her as annoying but really she's just very sincere and a beautiful um creature so I absolutely adore her, and she makes the sun the the show super fun. And they have a very they have a younger judge now, um, Vanessa Hudgens, with them, and she's definitely um, yeah, considerably, I guess, Youth of America kind of judge. She's so positive. That's the thing I also love about the show. It's very very positive. So even if someone, you know, their performance wasn't you know up to grade or up to snuff in order to get them to the next phase. 
they the judges still give them very constructive um, criticism, but uh, but in a way that's very considerate um, and coming from a place of trying to encourage people to improve their performances rather than just to cut them down. Um, so I really respect that um, that aspect of the show, the place where they all come together and they have different um, like choreographers, choreo. Let's start over choreographers there we go that specialize in different dance uh, techniques so what they do is they they have to um all the contestants have to go through this choreography um and then they get screened and they get screened by um 10 former all-stars who are actually um back in the show and they each get to pick um so many of the contestants that based based on them, you know, their performances from these choreographers. So they'll have like a hip hop, you know, choreographer, and then everybody has to learn hip hop. You know, the funny thing and the interesting thing is that you know you have like tap dancers doing hip hop and ballroom dancers doing hip hop, um, and then it changes up to where they're all doing ballroom dance or they're all doing this kind of dance or they're kind of doing that kind of dance. So it's really fascinating to see how versatile a lot of these dancers are. It's amazing. They do things that I'm like I cannot even conceive. Um, ever having been able to be that flexible to do. It's, it's astonishing. So, um, so you have the, at the academy, you have the, the, the 10 all-stars, they pick their teams, and then they whittle down whoop, 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 uh, to where they pick one, and that one person will be performing with them as the series continues. Um, and then the judges come back. The judges are not a part of the academy. Once the Academy's over, then it comes to the live portion where you, the studio audience, can, like, phone in or, like, text in or whatever your vote to who to keep or who to get rid of or what have you. Um, and they're, they're very liberal with the voting. They're, like, you get 20 votes per, like, option. Like, so 20 votes, like, so you could do 20 votes on your computer, 20 votes on your laptop, 20, you know, or whatever. I'm just, like, that's a lot of voting opportunities. Um it doesn't seem very democratic if everyone can vote like a bajillion times. But I guess, anyway, it's, it is what it is. But it is a super, super fun show. The dancing is amazing. And so at, once you get to the live portion, what they'll do is they'll have, you know, other choreographers come in. And then they'll do numbers where they're all dancing together. Then they'll have, like, solo performances. Then they'll have uh, duets. Um, and some of the dances are so amazing so beautiful, so touching. Um, it really is, it's my favorite dance show. There's something very fun about it, but there's also, I mean, it, it definitely includes and incorporates enough of the true beauty of dance, um, even though it's a very, it's, it reminds you of, in some ways, of like American Idol, but um, there's something more artistic about this show, I would say. Not to put American Idol down, but just, you know, I. I prefer this show. So, um, so, so you think you can dance. <laughs> it's on Hulu, um, and you can watch it on Fox. Okay, so I totally have to talk about um, one of my faves, which is Project Runway All-Stars. And at first, when I heard that, because I love Project Runway, the, the typical show, the usual show, and when I heard about they were having All-Stars, I was so excited, but then I found out, like, Tim Gunn, Nina Garcia, Heidi Klum were not in it. So I was like, I don't know about this, but watched it, loved it. It is fabulous. So it's hosted by Alyssa Milano, 
So she does the, the Heidi Klum role in this version. And she is, yes, of Who's the Boss fame. And I guess just, I should say Charmed fame as well, because that's where a lot of people, the youngsters will know her from, Charmed. Um, but I know her from Who's the Boss, and she's so divine. This particular season that I'm watching, she is, like, so pregnant. She's so pregnant. Like, she's probably, like, eight and a half months pregnant when she's hosting the show. And every time she comes out, she's wearing these most adorable outfits, these gorgeous dresses. And her jewelry is always so fantastic. Um, anyway, so adore her. And then you have um, Santa Roberts Rossi, who is the senior design editor for Marie Claire magazine. And she does the role of Tim Gunn. So she's coming in once the designers are given um, their projects by Alyssa Milano, and then they go to Mood to pick out their fabrics, um, or they they get their fabrics on the unconventional challenges from some other means. And then she comes in just to kind of give a, a critique, a critical eye to their garments to say, well, uh, what are you doing with the fringe there? Or, or is that enough beating sequence? Is, uh, you know, what have you. And then the judges, they have, so uh, the judges are Alyssa Milano, um, and then Georgina Chapman, who is from um, the design house of Marquesa, and um, Isaac Mizrahi, a fabulous designer in his own right, Um, and he, the way that he speaks is so fantastic. Um, He is just a real fun judge to have on the show. Um, his critiques are fantastic. And so then, and then you have this cadre of fantastic designers from previous seasons of Project Runway. And all your favorites are there. And they always, this is what Project Runway always does. They always have, like, of course, incredible designers. But then they'll usually have, like, one designer who is self-taught, so they don't really know how to use sewing machines. And then they'll have someone who has, like, anger management problems. And then they have somebody who is really super sensitive to critiques. And then you have, I mean, it's just the, there's the usual. So they, for the all-stars, you can kind of see that, of course, they're picking some of the more fan favorites. Um, and so there's always some kind of drama going on. But the, the pure joy of the show is to see, um, you know, design and creation, um, you know, to watch it. Because you see them from the moment they're told what the, de- the design concept is for this particular episode, um, what, they, what they're tasked to do. And then you see them sketching, and then you see them with their fabric choices, and then you see them, you know, putting, the, you know, putting them together, self-critique, other people critiquing them, and then finally what gets on the runway, on the models, and how they do their hair and their makeup. It is, to me, this is just one of my absolute favorite shows, Project Runway and Project Runway All-Stars. They're just fascinating shows. I mean, as, as um, you know, someone who um, likes to create, um, you know, I love to paint and draw and make podcasts and what have you, um, it's just such a delight to see other artists in, in, um, in their element and creating things. And... Um, so I just have to really recommend the show. So don't get turned off that this is Project Runway light, so to speak, because it's not. It's it's full on. The design is all there, and it's totally entertaining and fun. So highly recommend it. And you can watch this on um, Hulu. And some seasons of Project Runway are also on Hulu. But, you know, it's changed. The, the show itself has changed um, channel affiliations. It's um, currently on Lifetime. And so... I'm not sure, you know, where it is right now because I know that there's a couple of seasons that aren't on Hulu, so I don't know where they where you can watch them at. Um, but I do know that um, 
that there are a lot of seasons of the All-Stars on there. So enjoy. And now for the Tasty Treat Sensation. So since I have listeners all over the world, I am sorry that this one is site-specific. Um, but here in Louisville, Kentucky, there is a place called Louisville Cream, which is a new ice cream place um, that is wonderful. And they have something I've never heard of before, but I bet if you look around your city, wherever you happen to live, you will find an ice cream place that has this uh, tasty treat sensation. They have pretzel cones. So they have pretzel ice cream cones. So you can get your ice cream in a cone that is a pretzel. And so when I heard about this, I was like, oh my goodness. And so I looked around and I didn't, I saw some cones, but I didn't see a pretzel cone, what I thought would be a pretzel cone, what it would look like. Um, but when I ordered it, so it came out and it looked interesting, but it didn't look like a pretzel. Um, but it totally was a pretzel and it had huge salt crystals all along the outside of it. So you had this delicious, salty, sweet combination going on. Um, and they have this incredible double vanilla or this royal chocolate and those are you can't go wrong with either of those two choice flavors but um so i really recommend you searching out in your own community trying to find a place maybe create your own pretzel cone but it is delightfully delicious so that is the tasty treat presentation for the week um and if you can't find a pretzel cone just enjoy some ice cream um it's summer some somewhere in this world so enjoy um, thank you, gang. This is the, that's it for today. Thank you, sprinklers. Thank you, listeners. Uh, appreciate you listening. Um, thanks for your time today. And please select one of those various fabulous shows to put on your list as a little R and R rest and relaxation. Um, get yourself some ice cream and a pretzel cone if you can. Enjoy, and I'll see you next time. Bye bye. A river near cheese.